Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 44, How to Create a Positive Relationship with Your Money, by Kate Flanders of BlondeOnABudget.ca. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. Hello again, and welcome to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today's post comes from an author that we have heard from before, one of our favorites, Kate Flanders of BlondeOnABudget.ca. It's entitled, How to Create a Positive Relationship with Your Money. And I have a different ask for you today here in the housekeeping segment of the podcast. If you're really enjoying what we're doing here and want to do something to help us out, We'd really appreciate it if you would tell just one person about it. Maybe show them how to subscribe to the podcast so they can start hearing these blog posts each and every day along with you. If everybody who's listening right now simply takes a minute to introduce a new subscriber to this podcast, it would be a massive boost for the show and it would go a very long way to keep this show alive. So if you have a friend or loved one who might benefit from hearing these posts, please show them how to subscribe or send them a quick message and you can link to oldpodcast.com. It would be a big help. And with that, let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. How to Create a Positive Relationship with Your Money by Kate Flanders of BlondeOnABudget.ca I have literally had the title for this post drafted since mid-February, and I'm happy to say I finally felt inspired to sit down and finish writing what I had outlined. Ever since I published the post about the biggest lie I've ever told myself, I've been thinking a lot about the emotional aspect of personal finance. The one-day lie was full of denial, but that denial came from stress, pressure, wants, desires, and a lack of control, and those feelings can turn into repetitive financial mistakes. Even though I'm debt-free now, I still find myself feeling emotional about certain aspects of my finances, including feeling guilty about spending money on myself. As I try to change my own views on money, I thought I'd share some of the insights that have helped me create a more positive relationship with it. In my experience so far, it can be as simple switching your thought patterns so you see the glass half full rather than half empty. Here are a few examples. Instead of ignoring your finances, make time for it. It's easy to ignore your financial situation until it's so bad that you can't. To prevent that from happening, schedule an hour each week, preferably on the same day and time, to sit down and think about nothing but your finances. 
If it helps you relax, turn on some music and make a cup of tea or whip up a snack. After your first few sips and bites, log into all of your online bank accounts and pull out any receipts you kept so you can write down where your money went that week. For the first few weeks, I'd suggest writing down each of your purchases on paper so you can really look at what you spent your hard-earned dollars on. As you look at the list of expenditures, ask yourself how you feel about each purchase. Were they all necessary? Were any dollars spent on impulse buys? Are you happy with any and all items you bought? Is there anything you would have done differently after looking at an entire week's worth of purchases? When you're done with expenditures, write down any amounts you put towards debt repayment or your savings goals. If you're happy with those amounts, pat yourself on the back. If you're not, take the time to think about what you could have done better, what your financial goals are, and how you can move towards them. Before your finance hour is up, make at least one financial goal for the next week. Then log off, put your notepad away, and get back to living your life. Rather than worry about your financial troubles, map out your financial goals. This one is still tough for me, but I'm really trying to change the way I think about my current financial situation. At any given moment, you could start thinking about how bad your finances may seem. You could be holding the weight of a massive debt on your shoulders, the stress of how to pay for school, or the lack of savings or even the thought of how you'll make it until your next payday. It's easy to understand why people feel trapped by these financial burdens. However, with a little planning, it's also easy to switch those concerns into hopeful thoughts. For example, if you have $10,000 of debt to pay off and it stresses you out daily, you can do a simple calculation to turn that stress into a goal. Ask yourself how many months you'd like to pay off that debt within. 18 sound good? Divide $10,000 by 18 and you can see that it'll require a minimum debt repayment of $555 a month to turn that financial stress into an accomplished goal. Of course, you'll need to make sure that number fits into your monthly budget. If it does, then the next time you feel stressed about that debt, simply ask yourself if you've made your $555 payment that month. Yes? Good. You're working on your goal, and that's what counts. No matter what your financial goals are, I would also suggest celebrating small milestones along the way. Mini celebrations can be extremely motivating. Instead of worrying about looking or sounding stupid for asking dumb questions, get excited about learning something new. This one is probably the easiest for me to relate to because I've shared all kinds of stupid mistakes, thoughts, and questions here, but I still worry about sounding dumb. Seriously, I've been holding back on writing that post about my rewards card ordeal I mentioned a few weeks ago because I'm scared it was my mistake. Unfortunately, the longer you live in the dark about something because you're too scared to ask a question, the more mistakes you could be making because you don't know the answer. For example, a couple of months ago, I had coffee with Steve and I asked him some seriously basic questions about investing. And guess what? Not only did Steve not treat me like I was dumb, he educated me. His answers and some tweets back and forth afterward helped me decide on a new portfolio to move my RRSPs into, and I was so excited to put in the paperwork and make that happen. After that, I felt confident in my decision to open up a self-directed TFSA, and now I'm reading up on stocks and ETFs. I'm nowhere near ready to touch those, but I'm inspired to learn, and it started by asking a few questions. If you don't understand how a financial product works, ask someone who might. The chances of them judging you for not knowing are extremely slim because they didn't understand it once either. And I have yet to meet someone who doesn't want to share what they know about personal finance. To create a positive relationship with your money, you need to make time for it, map out your goals, and be open to learning new things. Once you're in a routine like that, you just might find that you actually like thinking about money and all the different ways you can make it work for you. You have just listened to the post titled How to Create 
A Positive Relationship with Your Money by Kate Flanders of BlondeOnABudget.ca. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. Please let us know what you thought. Share your feedback at oldpodcast.com about today's post or any post you hear on Optimal Finance Daily. And once again, the only thing that I'm asking you today in the housekeeping segment, if you will, is that if you find that this podcast helps you, if you find benefit in hearing these uh, posts every day, why not extend that benefit to someone else you know and introduce them to this show? Anyone, really. It could be a friend, a coworker, family member, significant other. You can show them how to subscribe on their phone. And not only would you be helping them out by bringing this uh, financial information to them, but you'll also be helping to keep this show alive. And if it is a love interest that you share this podcast with, they will definitely, immediately, start to find you more attractive. And that's it for today. I'll be back tomorrow with our old friend, Mr. Money Mustache. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from amazing bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.